Love is spiritual, not natural. You ever think about that? This is absolutely miraculous. With love, you get the results now. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Lloyd and welcome to Deep Water. We have already discussed uh, racism and the Black Lives Matter movement and what a big deal that is and how we have to resolve that uh, if we're going to be the society that we want to be. We've talked about sexism and gender issues and how that is equally as important and, and we have to address and come up with real solutions for both of those, but we've not yet addressed the biggest ism of all, and that's ageism. Uh, the age group 60 and above is the fastest growing area in the United States and in the world. In 1960, the average lifespan was 68. In 2017, the average lifespan is 80. In 2060, the average lifespan is predicted to be 86. From 2006 to 2016, there was a 36% increase in the age group 60 and above as the baby boomers are getting to retirement and retiring, the largest segment in American society. Uh, 20% of the population is in the age group 60 and above and growing. According to the World Health Organization, there's about 600 million in the world 60 and above. By 2025, the 600 million will be doubled. That 600 million was like 10 years ago. So by 2025, there'll be about 1.2 billion 60 and above in the world, and by 2050, it's predict predicted to be 2 billion 60 and above in the world. Uh, according to studies, 64% of those aged 60 and above do not have enough money to retire. They cannot retire. If they retire, they don't eat. If they retire, they don't have a roof over their head. And 50% of all age 60 and above have no savings whatsoever. And when, so, so in other words, they've got to eat. They've got to have a roof over their head, just like, just like all colors, races have to have a roof over their head and food to eat, just as all sexes and, and, and every gender issue in the world, they, they have to have a roof over their head and food to eat, right? In fact, if that were not happening, there would be this immense public outcry, and there is in some cases, and there is an outcry. But for the most part, there's no outcry for the age 60 and above. Um, another study, um, this one at Duke also, said that in the age group 60 and above, it, it's determined that that age group, when it comes to employment, is not 
hear that word, N-O-T, is not less healthy, less educated, or less skillful than those that are younger. Okay? In studies, comparing them as groups, that's age 60 and above, is as healthy, as educated, and as skillful as other age groups. Okay? But, they experience, 80% of them, ageism, which means they are discriminated against on the sole factor of their age. Now, when that happens, when they're discriminated against on, on the factor of their age, based on a study, they lose seven and a half years of their life. It has such a devastating emotional and physical impact on them that on average, when ageism happens to a single individual, that individual will die seven and a half years earlier than they should have died. And I believe that's pretty much equal to the effects of racism, which causes uh, uh, stress and health problems, and gender issues, which causes stress and health problems. But ageism, it seems to be even worse than those two. Okay? So what's my point? Well, my point is, if we are really going to be people of integrity, okay, then if we are going to carry the flag of Black Lives Matter or, or racism, meaning we are against racism and are going to be part of the solution instead of part of the problem and not going to rest until this is resolved and those people who are being discriminated against on the basis of race are not going to be discriminated. We're not going to rest until they're not discriminated against anymore as, or as close as we can possibly get to that. And the same thing with sexism. We have to, If we're going to carry those banners... How does it make any sense at all to ignore the age group that is being discriminated against the most of all? We have to carry that banner as well. Okay? I remember back um, in 2007 when the stock market just totally crashed. Biggest crash since the Great Depression. And um, everybody... Uh, everybody I knew was having financial problems except for a few really rich people who were buying up property everywhere and ended up making a fortune for it. But that was very much the minority. Everyone else was, was struggling. Um, and after that, it, it, it happened with that. But even when we came out of that, there was this huge tidal wave of older people at companies being fired or laid off. Uh, there were so many stories of, of men and women who had worked for 30 years, 35 years, 40 years, and they were six months away from their pension. They were a year away, three years away from their pension and fired with basically nothing. When for all of those years they had been promised Hey, you put in your time here 
and you will as long as you're doing a good job and you'll have this great pension and be set for life. And those people became liars when coming out of that um, extreme recession, they started firing intentionally the age group that was older, that was making more money because they had been there longer and were close to their pension and they knew they could save money both on their salary by hiring a 20-year-old to do the same job and they could save on the pension, giving them a, a fraction of it as a settlement rather than the full pension over 20, 30 years or the rest of their life. And so company after company after company after company, I knew so many, I, I bet I had 10 friends myself who were laid off in situations like that. They just devastated the entire uh, family. Well, we have to bring this to awareness. We have to realize that if we're going to carry one of these flags, we have to be in support of carrying all of them. And, and, and how do you prioritize? Do you put race above gender? Do you put gender above ageism? Do you put ageism above one? How do you, how do, you do that? I, I, don't, I don't know that you can. I think you have to say, I'm for ending all of these. I'm in favor of all of these. And certain people are going to naturally gravitate to one area or the other probably where they feel the most pain or they knew somebody or it impacted them directly. And that's great because that gives them inspiration to do that. But even if, even if your place is working against racism, you should also, just to be in integrity, support eliminating ageism and gender, gender discrimination issues. Okay? And, and I don't think until we get a, a wave going, a critical mass going, like happened with racial issues and the Black Matter thing, and now we're seeing some real change, right? Uh, that I think a lot of it is wonderful. Now, I'm always against the violence, but we've seen some positive change. And I'm not supporting the Black Lives Matter official organization, just that idea that, that black lives do matter, and they have been greatly mistreated in history, as well as gender sexual issues, and, and we've got to end that and, and start working to heal the damage done. But the one that's happening right now that is the biggest of all of them involves the most people and the most detriment. When it happens, take seven and a half years off your life on average, and 64% of these millions of people cannot sit at home and retire. They have to work or they don't eat. They have to work or they don't have a roof over their head and they're homeless. Okay? So, um, I, I would ask you to take this issue to your heart and say to yourself uh, and investigate some. Okay, I am against ageism. I'm against, I'm against uh, 
racism, I'm against sexism, I'm against ageism, I'm against all these isms. And I'm going to help where I can, but I'm going to pray in support of them. I, I'm, my heart is there, um, etc. So, really, all I wanted to say today is to educate you that this is the biggest problem right now of the isms. We have millions and millions of people who are being fired by discriminatory pr practices who have to work or they don't eat. And that number is increasing rapidly and it's increasing faster than the numbers by far for sexism or racism. So, um, this is kind of a silent assassin in the United States, in the world, that is doing so much harm. And remember, remember the study where when they really looked at it, this age group was not any less healthy, educated, or skillful for the workplace than any of the other age groups. Amazing. And yet they're being fired on the basis of their age, but um, they have to work or they don't eat. So what do they do? Well, in so many cases, it turns into severe depression, severe anxiety, mental disorders, emotional disorders, uh, which lead to physical health issues, and their life just deteriorates more and more and more. And there is this sense of isolation and loneliness and, and, and basically being discarded by society that is just crushing. So this week, please say a prayer for the people in this situation and the millions more that are almost to it and looking it in the eye and terrified that the same thing is going to happen to them that has been happening to millions and millions for 15, 20 years now. That where... Companies violated their promise in so many cases to people who gave their lives to build those businesses and companies. Those people should have our respect, our honor, our prayers, our support, our encouragement, and our help to resolve the problem. Thank you so very much. And hug someone 60 or over this week and tell them how much you appreciate them. I love movies that make you think about things, that challenge you, that uh, get your mind out of the box. I, I, I love things like that. And in the movie, uh, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button that came out I don't know, 10 years ago, may have been longer, I don't know, with uh, Brad Pitt. I loved one line in that movie, and in, 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 and in the scene, Brad Pitt appears to be a very old man. And he's having a conversation at night with a lady, and the lady says, aren't you a bit old to be a tugboat man? And Brad Pitt says, oh, there's no age limit as long as you can do the work. And I believe that's where we need to get. 
uh, or get back to. When, well, no, no, get to. Because, you know, we've lived up until now. Uh, it's changing. But in this uh, mandatory retirement age thing, and, and that may have worked back in the 50s and 60s when guys were getting, they were starting at a company and finishing there and getting a pension for the rest of their life. My, my father-in-law is one of those, okay? But things aren't working that way as much now. So a guy who's 65 in good health, who is skilled, educated, does a great job, has enough energy for the eight hours a day or whatever it is, um, I see no reason at all that person should have should be pushed out simply because he just turned 65. He might be able to do that job excellently for another 20 years. Now, I'm also against government coming in to private companies and making a bunch of rules saying, okay, you have to do this and you can't do that. I mean, a guy, I, I've been in business for myself for a good while. My father was in business for himself. His father was in business for himself. Both my brothers are in business for themselves. It's not easy, okay? It's really not easy to make that bottom line come out in the black every year. And we've had a number of years where that's not happened. But what I think is a wonderful solution is instead of the 65-year-old saying, okay, you're out because you're 65, even though you can still do your job really well, uh, and, and we'll hire a 20-year-old to do the job who'll do it for half of what you're doing it for, well, I certainly understand that from the point of view of the business owner, but why not, as the business owner, go to the 65-year-old and say, hey, the, the simple facts of this is I'm trying to be in the black instead of the red and I can get a 20-year-old or 22-year-old straight out of college to do your job about as good as you could do it, but he's willing to do it for half the price. I'm going to give you the opportunity to stay and continue doing it as long as you're healthy and you can and you want to if you will do it at half the price, or maybe half the price plus a little, because he does have experience and all that. But anyway, why not make a deal with that guy instead of just, he comes in one day, gets a pink slip, you're 65, you're gone, we're replacing you with a 20-year-old who'll... Now, I'm not against the 20-year-olds either, but the 20-year-olds are not having the problems today that the older folks are. They're having some, but not nearly, not nearly as much. Remember, 80% of all adults above 60 have experienced ageism, which is more than sexism or racism. So the bigger problem is the 65-year-old, not the 22-year-old. Let's help the 22-year-old too. But that's my two cents on maybe something we could do to help the situation. Um, I loved it. Uh, a number of years ago, when my wife and I would go to Walmart and Costco and places like that, and there would be an elderly person greeting you when you came in. 
I love that. And that was the start of kind of a trend of hiring these people who still have have plenty of life and health and experience. And uh, I thought the older people were a lot friendlier than the young people that used to do stuff like that. Uh, I'd got into conversations with a number of them. Okay, well, maybe some companies can start that has an idea we're going to hire people 60 to 75 to, to be our workforce. Okay, and, and maybe you could get them a little cheaper uh, or something, and that could be a benefit to your business. But anyway, um, let's work together and solve this just as we're concerned about ageism and racism, and we should be. Let's be concerned and solve uh, ageism. Thank you so much.